let's not overthink this. Buckeyes have been a roll. This is a decent hire for Tennessee. So I'm actually on FanDuel right now, locking in Gonzaga. Clemson's going to put up 55 points by themselves. I love this game. Big noon kickoff. I'm going to throw some major money on this bet. I'm taking the over. Tom Brady's the GOAT. I'm taking Tampa Bay, and I'm taking the money line. I think I've got three bets uh, on this particular game. If you're going to bet with me, it's got to be good. That's right. It's time for my steak dinner boom lock of the week. Gentlemen, ready to go make our listeners some money? Hello, folks, and welcome to Sports Bets Fun. Uh, we're back again for another week. And thank you to all those listening to us live. Uh, we also encourage everyone to subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, um, Amazon Music, wherever else you get your podcast. If, do us a favor. If you like the show, uh, tell a friend about it. Encourage them to subscribe. We'd appreciate that very much. We are Sports Bets Fun, and we're all about what we say. We're talking sports. We're making some bets, having some fun as we do it. Thanks for joining us. In addition to our podcast, be sure to follow us on Twitter at SportsBetsFun and our website, SportsBetsFun.com. I'm Maddie Money, and joining me is the rest of the crew. we got Mickey San Reno, we got Scotty B. Good, and B. Locks. We're all here tonight, gentlemen. Mickey, you are back from Vegas, and I heard it was a pretty wild one out there and won a little bit of money, man. Give us, give us a quick scoop. Oh, Vegas was a great time. Next week. You guys, week one of NFL season, week two, week three of college football, whatever week it is, you guys got to get out there, man. We do a trip annually. It's a blast. Stayed downtown at the Circa this year for the first time. You guys saw the photos of the Circa Stadium Swim Sportsbook. The place is amazing. You got pool. You got sportsbook. That's all I need on a Saturday and a Sunday afternoon to take in ball. Uh, We won money. Uh, We won on the games. That Toledo Notre Dame over, awesome. We lost money on blackjack, but we netted up for the week. Guys, it was a great time. We hit up Andy Amos on Friday night for a nice steak dinner. Hit up one of my favorite places in Vegas, Monte Cristo Cigar Lounge in Caesar's Palace. Maddie and Beelocks, you know, oh, you yeah. guys know that. I remember oh, that yeah. place. That and we just had a great time, guys. Can't wait for next year's trip. Fifty-one weeks to go, but uh, as always, great time. Love it, love it, and. Uh, uh, we got some action going on tonight and we got games on. I've got the, uh, UCF Maryland or excuse me, UCF Louisville game pulled up. And I know Scotty and, uh, B-Locks, I know you guys have been keeping an eye on both that game and the Maryland Illinois game. Uh, B-Locks, what's, what's the update on Maryland, Illinois? Do you have anything? Uh, Maryland, uh, Illinois. Uh, yeah, it is, uh, not exactly what we call a barn burner. We got, we got a three nothing score here, Maryland right now. They just missed a field goal. Not too long ago, uh, Maryland did uh, to, to make it 6-0. But, uh, yeah, defensive struggle right now here, Maryland versus uh, uh, Illinois. Excellent. Scotty, I know you were big on Maryland, man. Tell us. Yeah, I'm sitting here watching the game, and Maryland keeps shooting themselves in the foot. I'm waiting for them to kind of calm down a little bit, make some big plays. Illinois, they're running the ball. That's all they can do. Um, so they're one-dimensional. I, I expect in the second half, or Maryland's going to come out uh, and, and make some of those big plays that they've been missing, and th- they're going to pull away. Well, well, I love, I love what I hear. And Scotty, I told you on the on the Maryland to, to cover, and I've also I'm on the under on this. Belox, you're on the under too, right? 
Oh, buddy, I, I love the under on this one. Uh, this one uh, started out at 59 and a half. I hit it there, and then, then it went up to like 60, 60 and a half. I uh, played, made another play on that. Uh, <laughs> you, broke you, you know, for some these, more, uh, man. Yeah, these uh, – these, these are teams again that uh, you know uh, hadn't hadn't played uh, you know true defensive teams yet. So I, I, I was real confident with that one. I love it, and I know Mickey. We were talking a little bit about this earlier. Fanduel had a had a boost on a little parlay, same game parlay, uh, UCF uh, money line, and the over at sixty four and a half points was plus two thirty. They had a little boost on there to bump, bump it up to there. So. I threw a unit on that, jumped on that. I'm looking at the score right now. Louisville just scored, so it is uh, 34-28. guess they're getting ready to kick the extra point here. Um, yeah. So the over is definitely in play. We just need UCF to come back and win this thing. So, But uh, they're within a score, so that, that's looking good. Anyways, um, let's move on, and let's recap these picks of the week, guys. We've been on fire, man. We're 31-14, and 14, four of us plus Charlie Cash. Uh, 31 and 14 through three weeks with our picks of the week. And if you were betting a hundred bucks on each of our picks, you'd be up over $2,000 right now. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I hope, hope those of you that are listening out there, those of you that have been, uh, trusting us and tailing us, man, uh, making a little bit of money and just enjoy that. I love that. I think that's great. And I know we've all been tailing each other and stuff. So we're, we're benefiting from the fruits of everyone's labor, but Got to say, Mickey with a he kind of carried us last week. Uh, we went <laughs> nine and six as a group, but Mickey three and zero. Oh. And just for our listeners out there, we heard about it. We were well aware that Mickey uh, Mickey uh, jumped up. He's actually uh, well. Him and Belocks are both seven and two over three week through three weeks of big same record. But Mickey had a couple big plays there. Um, Mickey that Iowa money line call. And, uh, and you were all over that Toledo Notre Dame over, man. So, um, and obviously hitting Rutgers as well too, man. It was a great week for you. So kudos on that. Yeah. You know, you guys know I'm a humble guy. I'm not going to be rubbing <laughs> in your face too much that, you know, I went three and zero with my picks, uh, four and zero with my units and I'm in first place now, but, uh, you know, props to everybody guys. We're, we're, we're kicking ass and taking names, tailing each other, all making money. Hey, if we win, you win. This is this is how it's done. Let's uh, let's have another week, gents. Well, the best part about it is we're, we all got winning records. We're all we're all up. That's that's the best part, and uh, so I love that. Sure. Um, excellent. So those that's where we were on the picks of the week. Um, <laughs> but you know, kind of looking back on on those picks from last week, and Scotty, I'll jump to you uh, first. Any games? Any picks? Any teams that kind of jumped out? At you kind of surprised you? Yeah, guys. Uh, watching that Arkansas Texas game. Um, you know, I, I said Arkansas was going to cover the spread in that game, and I, I did put a bet on that, which uh, I did win. Um, I got, you know, B-Locks, had to go against my man, so I'm going to give him a chance to defend himself, of course. He wasn't <laughs> here with us. Uh, we missed him. Um, but, guys, it, it did surprise me the way they handled Texas. Um, they gave him a little bit of an early welcome to the SEC with the 41-20 to 20 spanking. They, they, they dominated Texas. They did through that entire game. Um, and they just got momentum as the game kept going. You just saw Arkansas's confidence kept growing and growing. And, man, Sam Pittman, he, he's – you know, when he was hired, I thought that could be a reach. Um, but, man, he's got that team training in the right direction. And, uh, you know, they, they won me some money last weekend. And, you know, spoiler alert, I'm going to be talking about them a little bit later, um, uh, winning me some more money this week. And uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm high on Arkansas. They look like they got a good team this year. Love it. Mickey, what team jumped out to you? You know, 
Obviously, Toledo almost upsetting Notre Dame, having the lead in the waning minutes was was a big deal. Uh, I called the over, but I thought it would be about a uh, two to three score game. But uh, the other so, game that stood well, out. Well, hang on. Come back to that. So were you more surprised about Toledo's performance or Notre Dame's lack of performance? Well, I would say both. Look, Toledo is an experienced team coming back. You knew that they, they wouldn't go in there and be intimidated. Uh, but Notre Dame, number 12 in the country, they're a, a team that uh, has a legit outside shot at the playoff like they have you know, a few times in the last, last handful of years. Brian Kelly's a great coach, but you know, the Florida State game doesn't look as good as it does now with them losing to Jacksonville State. Uh, Purdue's coming to town this week. They're, you know, they're not a great program, but uh, they're 2-0 this year. They, they beat an upstart Oregon State team uh, by about, what, 30-21 to 21 in week one, uh, lesser competition uh, week two. But, you know, that's an eight-and-a-half spread, and, and you would think a, if they were a bona fide top ten program that, that they would probably be uh, – They'd probably be given, you know, double digits in the, in that game. So, uh, you know, they're they're a team that'll be interesting to bet the rest of the way. All I know is I've I've bet them now, uh, bet the team that they're playing to cover the spread twice so far this season, and I've won both. So that's a trend to, to pay attention to. But the uh, the other game, gents, that that surprised me was USC Stanford. USC giving seventeen. Stanford laid an egg week one against Kansas State down in Jerry's Jerry Dome. But uh, Stanford comes into comes into Troy and just dominates them, forty two to twenty eight. The game wasn't even that close. Clay Helton gets fired. Probably should have happened a couple of years ago. But uh, that's one that I know we liked. We liked that one with USC the way where they're supposed to be this year. Really big surprise out in the West Coast. Uh, what Stanford was able to do. Belox, what what surprised you? Oh. Uh- Biggest surprise for me was that uh, uh, Ohio State lost to Oregon. Uh, watching that game, it was uh, you know kind of a kind of kind of like a like like a train wreck in slow motion. <laughs> and you know you just you just watch that. Uh, you knew the Ohio, we, and we had conversations about this last week about you know the Ohio State offense, you know putting up points, but but the defense giving up. You know, considerable amount of points, more than than what we thought that they should, and and how that was going to impact them. And and, and I got to tell you, I had I had high hopes. You know, between week one and week two, that that Ohio State defense was going to come around. And 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 boy, was uh, was I incorrect on that one. Uh, the 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 scheme, the uh, uh, of of the defense, and the. Uh, consistent uh, play of, of defensive coordinator Kerry Combs and that that man scheme uh, was 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 just uh, you know under uh, undermined by by Oregon and they they did a really nice job out scheming them and outscored them at the end. Yeah, that was and that was the most disappointing. And surprised to me too. I mean, I knew their defense wasn't great. I, I had a bet. I made some money on Oregon total points over twenty three and a half. By regret is like that was probably the pick I was most confident in last week, and I just I didn't put a whole lot on it, and that was my regret. I think I didn't put a whole lot on it because I, you know, they're playing the Buckeyes, right? You know, so you kind of. But uh, you know, Ryan Day came out this week and was talking about how they they need to get some stuff fixed, and obviously people are talking pretty big. That's Ohio State, though, right? You know, they haven't lost in the regular season in a while, so you have. One loss and it looked pretty ugly, but you know their offense moved the ball. They either stopped three times on fourth down, one of them inside the the ten yard line. They they chose not to kick a field goal a couple other times, like and even then, you know that you know the the one pass on the about seven minutes left, they missed Garrett Wilson wide open. I mean, as ugly as the defense looked, and the offense didn't really play great, but 
you know, they're, they're right in there. And uh, so they obviously have the talent and, you know, they just got to, got to fix a few things, but the defense, man, it, it doesn't look like it's just a couple tweaks. It, it looks like you're going to need a change at the top um, at some point. So very surprising uh, that they, that they looked as bad as they did. But anyways, let's move on, man. We, uh, that was last week. We're going into this week. Like I said, last week we were 31 or we're 31 and 14 through last week. We're looking to keep this momentum going and we're going to be dropping 15 more picks of the week, three from each of us at the end of the show. And we got plenty of picks. We're going to be dropping throughout the show, other plays that we're making. Um, but let's get into that. So, uh, Mickey, why don't you, uh, let's chat a little teasers, the underdogs, props, futures, whatever we got here. Why don't you, why don't you take this one away? Yeah. Uh, let's start with teasers. I know Maddie, you had that Buckeye vol teaser last week. Uh, and I know you got some action this week. I'll jump right, kick it right back to you. What, uh, Where's your action this week? What teasers should we keep an eye out for from you? Well, I will say small consolation prize. Scotty, I know you tailed me on that with the, the Tennessee Buckeye small consolation prize. We hit we hit the over after teasing that down in the Buckeye game. And uh, um, uh, with Tennessee, I forgot exactly. Who, I think we teased up the points to seven and a half and they lost by a touchdown, right? So that was good to hit. Small consolation prize. This week, Tennessee's playing like Tennessee Tech or somebody. They're not even on the board in FanDuel, at least where I am. So I couldn't do a Buckeye uh, volunteer teaser. But I'm doing something a little bit different. I'm doing a round robin with NFL games. You know, I was reading Johnny Dogs' uh, last couple of weeks on our website. And uh, as Johnny, as his name suggests, man, all about the underdogs. And uh, I, you know, I tailed him. Uh, went 2-1 and one last week and made, made some money. But I'm doing a round robin, and for those of you, this guy, a little kind of uncommon, but for those of you that aren't don't know what a round robin is, it's similar to a parlay, but it's basically a bunch of mini parlays that make up a big parlay. So what I what I'm doing and and how I'm playing this is I'm looking at the NFL because this is where underdog, you know, the talent level is so close, right? So underdogs win a lot, right? And as Johnny Dogs talked, underdogs went. Nine and seven uh, this this uh, this past week in, in the NFL, um, taking the underdogs, taking money line. So I just took like all the one o'clock games on Sunday and just picked the underdogs there, straight money line to win. But how it was, if, you know, let's say you have seven picks, you don't have to win all seven to win, right? What it does is you throw a few bucks down, and it basically and through the application, FanDuel does this for you. It breaks them up and basically you have every combination of parlay that you want. So um, if you hit all seven, you're not going to win as big because really what you're doing, you're winning, uh, you're winning a certain number of two team parlays, a certain number of three team parlays. So Mickey, that's what I'm doing. I took all the, all the dogs. I believe I got the, I had the giants last night. They didn't hit, but I have uh, the Raiders, the Bengals, the dolphins, the jets, Philly and Carolina. So I've pulled all those together, whatever combinations, if you win three or four of these dogs win, um, you can make a little bit of money. It's kind of, it kind of diversifies your risks. Obviously you don't have as big of a high end reward, but you know, it's tough to hit seven, seven games in a row, even though Scotty did that last week. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like that. Yeah. I got, uh, my teaser action this week. I got a three, um, three game teaser college ball. I'm calling this one three dog night because joy I got to the three, world. Hey, joy to the world. I got three teams. I tease about seven points. I needed to move all these games past a critical line. I got Nebraska tease to 29 and a half at Oklahoma. I got Michigan state 
Tease at 13 and a half, going down to South Beach to take on the U. And then Purdue. Tease them to 15 and a half. They're going into South Bend. To be honest, uh, the last two I listed probably don't need to be teased. But uh, these three ones, it's got a plus 160 payout. Move past those critical lines of 28, uh, uh, 13, and, uh, and 14. So looking good there. Uh, Scotty, what do you got? I know you were, you were talking some teasers earlier. Yeah. You know, Maddie Money just talked about that seven-pick parlay I did hit last week. <laughs> I'd, I'd forgot about that, to be honest. And I, I'm pretty certain I shared that on the podcast, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. I shared that on the podcast, and I did. I put, I, I love doing that, right? I love going and picking a handful of games, five to ten games, putting five, ten bucks on it, guys, right? And if it hits a couple times throughout the season, man, you got a big win, and it allows you to, to get a little more aggressive with your bets. But right now, man, with these teasers and things, the only thing that, that, that I'm doing right now is I'm going to tell Charlie Cash on any prop teaser, dog, parlay, round robin, et cetera, because the dude's been on fire with those things. And I really like his like his approach, his mentality. Is he'll, he'll take a parlay. He'll take a couple teams. He'll buy some points, either, you know, reduce or increase the spread. Same thing with the money line. And he'll throw those together, uh, you know, get you a couple negative, you know, 115s in there, negative 120 bet, turn it into wow. a positive 200, throw a couple units on it, man. And, and your chance for success, he, he's, been, he's been steamrolling those. Well, we saw it last night in the in the Giants uh, Washington football team game with Daniel Jones uh, rushing yards and um, forget the other other couple of picks. But uh, yeah, it was Daniel Jones rushing, line. Antonio Gibson rushing yard over, and the, the Washington money football line. team money line. Yeah, he sent one goal, out. Man. <laughs> I was yeah. fighting it a little bit at the end there. He, yeah. he shared one. He shared one earlier that that I got on, and you know, I think we all probably shared, right? Colorado money line, Wyoming money line, Notre Dame money line, Wake Forest money line, Cincinnati money line, USC money line, SMU money line. So that's that's one that he shared. Seven pick parlay. I tailed it already, guys. I don't know what 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 you guys have done, but that's one I like. Yeah, I'm gonna be on that as well, there, Mickey. Nice. So, you know what? I like that. Let's, let's move to the dogs. You know, there's some, there's some good dogs. I don't guys, you know, again, I'm a humble guy. I don't brag too much. Last couple of weeks I've, I've hit, I've hit dogs straight up. Iowa money line last week, Georgia money line dog for the dog week one. Uh, there's some, there's some games this week that, that we like. Michigan State going into Miami, that's one where the U hasn't looked good. And, and Michigan State, that's a dog that, that may not win straight up, but at six and a half, that's good value. But, uh, Matty, you and I were talking about this a couple weeks ago. I don't know why, but MSU was plus 15 and a half back on like September 3rd or September 4th going into Miami in this one. We both locked in on that, and the money Absolutely. line was plus 550. So, Matty, talk about that one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. After that, that week zero or week one, whatever. Um, after M- Michigan State going to Miami, it was plus fifteen and a half, and we saw that. And I was going through looking for b- picks for the next week, and I and I saw these. I'm like looking at them, and I went back to the schedule and was like, Michigan, Miami's not playing Michigan State next week. What's and then it didn't click. I was like, man, that's two weeks away, and I was like, fifteen and a half though. That's a lot. So I jumped on that money line I got for plus five twenty, and. What's awesome is obviously the 15 and a half has come down, as, as you said, to plus uh, six and a half. I think the money line's like 205 or something like that. So um, I'm looking forward to that game. I'm watching that. I also got Cincinnati money line 
at the same time at minus 140. I believe it's down to minus 188 now. So uh, real good value. Um, that, if that's you're on not stuff early. That's um, not that's a dog. Great. That's not a dog, Matt. Not a dog, but not a dog, Matty. Value. So, anyways, that's uh, I'm on that um, Michigan State, Michigan State money line. I'm going to ride my tickets from a couple weeks ago. Nice, love it. Uh, B locks. What do you got? Who's your dog this week? Well, like you were saying, you know, there, there's certain games out there that uh, that you say, uh, all right, it, it, is it a dog in principle? Are they are they actually getting points? Sure, but if you want. A, a real dog this week. If you want somebody that's a real long shot, uh, I'm, I'm looking at Purdue here in a uh, in-state rivalry here playing Notre Dame. Mickey earlier was talking a little bit about how Notre Dame hasn't covered the spread either of these uh, first two weeks of the season. Uh, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm a little shaky, and I think a lot of people, even Notre Dame fans, are a little shaky on Notre Dame this year. Their defense has uh, has not looked solid. You know, Marcus uh, Marcus Freeman out there uh, coming in with a new scheme and 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 you know trying to trying to build it up similar to like what he was doing out there in Cincinnati uh, hasn't had a whole lot of uh, effectiveness thus far. And uh, Purdue, you know. Pretty solid win, uh, week one, uh, Oregon State, and uh, not sure wasn't anybody particularly special week two, but but Purdue's been a, a good program. They've been uh, solid over the years. It's an in-state rivalry game. I'm I'm looking at Purdue to uh, make some noise here against Notre Dame. Now again, if you're going to bet a money line, it's it's plus two thirty-five, but they are also plus seven and a half in the points. And I, I got to tell you, I got a little bet on the. On, on the Boilermakers here, uh, Moneyline, I got a much bigger bet taking the points. Nice. Love that, B-Lock. Scotty, you got uh, – I know you have some dogs, but you might not want to share those now because we got the picks competition to break down. Uh, I'll, I'll kick it to you if you're willing to share anything right now. Well, uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and let you know. I'm definitely I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you on that Virginia Tech pick. I'm taking Virginia Tech straight up. I think that's a great pick. And uh, – how about, a, how about a double-digit dog? We've not talked about a Scotty B. Good double-digit dog Ooh, in a while. Really? Yeah, let's go back to season one. Uh, these are heaters. Now, heaters yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Now, listen, this is, this, I'm not calling him a winner by any means, but this is a double-digit dog. I think it's an easy, easy win to cover the spread on this one, okay? Because they're 31.5-point underdogs. South Carolina and Georgia, that, that is a huge number, 31.5 points. South Carolina is going to cover that. I got a unit on that play. You think so? I, you know, yeah. I was looking at that. Yeah. I didn't make a play at all, but I was looking the other way. But I, that's a big spread. So I yeah, thought you were going to say Tulane was going to cover. I yeah, like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, but yeah, hey, well, I mean, hey, Mickey was kind of he was kind of like setting it up for me here. I've got a big underdog that I'm going to be taking that we're going to share a little bit later on, and we'll see what you guys have to think about that. Nice, I like that. But uh, you know, Scotty, you touched on my Virginia Virginia Tech pick. They're uh, two-and-a-half-point dogs going into Morgantown. Look, Virginia Tech's 15th in the country. They proved it against North Carolina. Are they really 15th in the country? It's early in the season. Uh, they've struggled under Justin Fuente since he, he's arrived and really putting it together consistently. But why I'm picking Virginia Tech to win this game straight up, their defense is why I like them. 20th in scoring D, 7th in points per play allowed. And they've proven they can disrupt an air raid offense earlier this season. West Virginia's D ranks 78th and 44th uh, in those same stats. 
not to mention 92nd in yards per play against. And they've not been playing the best offenses, right? But their big game, their big test, early season test, if you will, was at Maryland. Virginia Tech had North Carolina at home. So maybe that maybe that skews those those numbers a little bit. But uh, you know, it's a road game for the Hokies. And I think D's gonna travel to a road game. And I like I like that in this spot. I don't like Jared Doggy, uh, the 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 quarterback of West Virginia. He's not Sam Howell. Uh, you look at these teams offensively, they they play completely different styles, but both teams' points per play and yards per play are nearly identical. Right now, that Virginia Tech bet money line bet plays pays plus one ten. Not the biggest dog in the world, but that's a dog I like. Uh, and uh, Maddie, you're excited, and I'm excited too because we're watching this UCF Louisville game and. UCF is at the 10 yard line with about a minute and a half left. If they punched in, we hit the over. Well, honestly, they got a shot to win. They're running back shot the middle of about 20, 25 yards and tripped over the 10 yard line. He probably could have gotten down inside the five, uh, bowling his way through some blockers, but untouched tripped at the tripped on the turf. Oh, the turf monster. Gotta watch out for the turf monster. Man, my only concern is Josh Heibel didn't run through that tunnel today. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a big deal. That's yeah. uh, you know speaking of dogs, Louisville's up seven right now, and that's that's not one that uh, any of us got on this week. Well, Mickey or Mickey, if we get a touchdown here and win it in overtime, that's plenty for that uh, odds boost. There it is, uh, get in the end zone, touchdown. Uh, uh, go All for right. two, go for two, and just win the game outright. Nah, yeah, they hit the over. Now we just need a now we just need a straight up win by UCF. So that was nice. a spo- that was a spoiler alert, Matty Money. That you're about ten seconds ahead of me. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, uh, that does it for our dogs. We got some good dogs this week. I like that. I think I, I like that we're going to be bringing dogs to the table on a weekly basis. That, that's going to be a, a fun one for us. Uh, next, we're going to talk props. Uh, B-Locks, what prop do you got? I, what prop do you got this week, buddy? Uh, I've got I've got just one prop bet thus far in the NFL here. Uh, week one, I saw you know Arizona Kyler Murray, you know great start to the year, uh, real real good uh, real good offense out of that Arizona team. And what what I'm seeing here is them going up against a Vikings team uh, with a really depleted secondary, a secondary that is you know something that I am I don't know that I, I would. I would like to be playing against that secondary. So uh, Kyler Murray over 276 passing yards this time uh, coming in at 115. I am betting that. Oh, and Everson Griffin uh, hit a hit a deer today and is uh, injured in a car accident and won't be playing. So <laughs> that's a, that's, uh, that's a kind of inside info. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big week. For, so, big week. Big that's week that's for, the kind of information you only get here, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big week. Big week for freak injuries to, to happen. Mm, mm, mm. I got a uh, you know I got a couple of props I like this week. My my main man Joe Burrow, uh, total passing yards two sixty five and a half. He's going against the Bears defense that looked old and bad against the Rams in Week One. I'm taking the over there. And then uh, Belox, you're uh, the, the 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 quarterback who uh, you know you look at his photo longingly at night. Matthew Stafford, <laughs> Rams going into Colts uh, over under. Passing TDs is one and a half for Matt Stafford. I think he throws for two touchdowns in this one uh, in, in Indianapolis. So I got the over there as well. Yeah, love that bet. Love that bet. Hey, uh, we we Lions fans here. I mean, uh, that, that, that's about the best that we can hope for now is that our uh, our guys when they leave us uh, can can have some success somewhere else. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's talk games of interest, Maddie. Take it away. Yeah, some big ones this week. 
really nice. Um, let's start with big rivalry game. This is the 50th anniversary of the game of the century. And I believe that was 1971. Number one, Nebraska. Number two, Oklahoma. Nebraska, I believe, won that en route to their first of two or their second of two national championships, if I don't. If I recall correctly, I'm not that old. Uh, big rivalry game. Oklahoma comes in number three. They are laying 22 and a half points um, at home versus Nebraska. The total is 62 and a half. Who's looking at this one? Well, I, Make you know, yeah, I, yeah, I took uh, the teaser, right? I teased this at 29 and a half. In Nebraska, the last three times they've been to Norman. Granted, that was back there in the Big 12. They lost by an average of 26 points. You know, those Oklahoma teams in the, in the mid-2000s were national championship contenders, and those Nebraska teams were uh, middle-of-the-pack uh, middle Big 12 teams. And, you know, you fast-forward to 2021, and Oklahoma's a bona fide playoff contender, and Nebraska is a middle-of-the-pack Power Five conference team, so I don't think a lot's changed. At twenty-two and a half, I, you know, maybe, but probably not. I tease that to twenty-nine. I think the final score in this one's going to be somewhere around forty-eight to twenty, forty-eight to twenty-one. Uh, Oklahoma win. Yeah, I, I do have a bet on Oklahoma to cover. Um, I was liking that earlier in the week. Um, you know, and you got a guy like Adrian Martinez on on the Nebraska <laughs> side. Uh, big rivalry game. I don't. I don't think Oklahoma takes their foot off the gas in this one. Um, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I, I actually got to bet in on Oklahoma to cover that spread. Um, I think Nebraska will come out. Um, you know, they're still a proud program. Those kids are going to come out fighting hard. First few series, they're going to keep it close. Maybe the first quarter. Um, Oklahoma goes in a half up, a couple touchdowns. They pull away towards the end, guys. And they'll they'll take the air out of Nebraska and and they'll pull away. And like you said, Maddie, I, I don't think they're going to let up. They're they're going to kind of make a statement in this game. You know, the buzz uh, after their week one, Lincoln Riley was saying that they're they felt like their defense let off the gas, kind of let Tulane back into it. So that seems to be a focus, more of a, a mentality, attitude type thing. Uh, so you know. We'll see. In their week two game, they played an FCS team. They, they flat shot them out, which is great, but that's what you're expected to do. But we'll find right. out. And I know in picks of the week, C Cash has got some some more info to share down there when he's sending his picks. So. He does. He does. And we'll uh, we'll get that out to our listeners. And that's on this game. Uh, and uh, so definitely the pick you're going to want to listen to. Um, let's move over to, to Scotty. Move over to your neck of the woods, SEC country, Alabama, Florida, number one versus number 11. Uh, what's the line? Alabama minus 14 and a half, right? Yep. It's it's kind of bounced around a little bit, Matty. It's opened at 14 and a half. It's bounced down to 14, back to 14 and a half. I think it's a, back to 14 right now. And the total, I've got the total at 59 and a half is, is what I'm seeing here on the book. Great yeah, SEC man. matchup, man. Wow. Break it's it down a, for us. Yeah, two great programs. Um, you know, let, when I first saw the line, I, I immediately thought, hey, Alabama. Alabama, and I did. I placed a bet, so I've got a unit on Bama to cover at 14. Um, but since I placed that bet, and as the week's gone on a little bit longer, I've gotten a little more nervous about that. Um, I am still expecting them to cover, um, but I think it's going to be a I think it's going to be a little bit better game than I initially thought, to be honest. Um, you know, guys, we were, you talk we talked about last year. I talked about Pitts being the best player in college football. Um, he's gone from Florida. Trask's gone. Tony's gone. Um, but Alabama lost ten players to the draft as well. But um, Guys, if, if Alabama comes out um, and, and plays the way we know they can, and they're consistent, I mean, 
they should be able to put away Florida, I, I think, fairly easy. You know, Florida's still trying to figure out the quarterback position a little bit. they got a young all-star that's coming to his own. But, um, you know, in the third game of the year, is you're not going to come into your own against Bama. Um, and I think they're going to kind of uh, show, that, show, show his youth, youthfulness back there, um, leading that team. And, and I, I still feel that Bama will cover that spread, guys. Belox, do you have a play on this game at all? I do. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in, in pretty much uh, complete agreement here with Scotty, and uh, uh, I, I gotta, I, I gotta say as well, um, you know, the, the, the loss of, of some of those big time playmakers out of Florida, you know, your, your, your Trask there and your Pitts, uh, that, that's gotta, that's gotta account for something. But you know, just like Scotty was saying, you, you, the more you think about it, I mean, this game's getting, this game's played in Florida. You know, played in the swamp. They've got fans in the stands there. This is going to be, this is going to have the atmosphere of a of, of a big time bowl game here. And you got to think that Florida is going to come out there to play. Now, in, in the end, I, I I tend to agree. I think Alabama comes out in the end. I think they outlast Florida. But I think in the first half, I think this game is going to look pretty darn close. I think I I think second half, I think Alabama pulls away. I think they cover. That's what I bet here. I got Alabama minus fourteen. Yeah, looking I got for big, an Alabama touchdown deep from the defensive side of the ball. I think I think they'll score a defensive touchdown that game. That's going to be the difference. I got a big play on this game, gentlemen, but I will share that with you later in the show. Mm-hmm. All right, Cincinnati minus three, number eight, Cincinnati minus three and a half right. at Indiana. Total total points forty nine and a half. Now, gentlemen, 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 Belox, you missed this. Last week. And oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got something special for you guys this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. You got a Cincinnati Bearcat tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> no. Next, even next to his Roy Orbison one. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, look at this. Last week, we're prepping for the show. And, Scotty, you know, we always joke, you know, family show. Whenever someone slips up and drops a curse, we're like, hey, this is a family show, yada, yada, yada. Last week, while we're prepping for the show, uh, my oldest daughter, who um, was unable to sleep, comes downstairs and she's watching and, you know, she knows you guys. So I, I told her she could sit on the couch and, and listen. And then, you know, we'll go up and go to bed when the show is done. Right. So show wraps up. She's asleep on the couch. So I don't know if that's a good thing for the show. I mean, it was late, but maybe our content just put her to sleep. I don't know. But anyways, the next day uh, she's asked me all about the show and she's like, how does Scotty make all this money and and how do you guys do your picks and how do you do this so we got to talk a little father-daughter bonding and I was like well you know what I was like next week why don't we why don't we pick a game and we'll we'll look at it together and, and you know I'll show you kind of some of the things we look at and we'll break it down so we had that going and then uh um she goes well I need a I need a, a name I was like she's like you know we got Scotty be good be locks like so we, we thought about this and her favorite animal is a tiger. So is that a pick by UCF? It oh, is. They're, they're that's, in, a, uh, that's a fat man pick, too. That is. They're close to field goal range. Oh, this is awesome. Man, we'll I was all in on that. I'm all in on this story, though. Golly. I know. <laughs> this story's yeah. way better than the game, dude. So, so, and, and I know I'm, I'm dragging on a little bit, but I got something here for you guys. So, anyways, we, we, we look at it. We come up. Her favorite animal is a tiger. So we come up with tiger tails. So that's, that's her little name. We broke down the game. Now, she's not here. It's way past her bedtime. She's, she's up in bed. But she pre-recorded this. And she's going to break down 
Cincinnati and Indiana for. So let me play this for you guys. All right. (laughs) Hi, everyone. I'm Tyler Taylor. This week, I'm looking at a game between Cincinnati and Indiana. Indiana is getting three and a half points at home. They do not look like the team from last year. Their passing game was bad against Iowa in their first game. Their quarterback is completing only 53% of his passes. And despite crushing Idaho last week, they are only averaging 3.2 yards per rush and 4.26 yards per play. Cincinnati has looked good. Last season, they had the 8th best scoring defense and they returned with most of their best playmakers. Yes, their defensive coordinator left for Notre Dame, but with their experience at every level, this D should be really good once again. On offense, they are averaging over 8 yards per play, and their senior quarterback is playing well. He's completing over 72% of his passes, The Bearcats know if they want any chance of making the playoffs, they have to win big. I expect Indiana to be inconsistent on offense and the Bearcats to be focused and on a mission. Cincy is the better team. They will build a lead and win by a touchdown or more. My pick is Cincinnati to cover Scotty. Nikki Belocks. Make sure you tail this tiger. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, dude. Love it. Love it. Yeah, way, that, to go. That, way to go, Tiger Tail. We're a gambling and parenting podcast now. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's, that's a parenting win if I've ever seen one. So listen. So listen. Uh, I am high on Cincinnati. You heard me talking all about that. Uh, I got a big play on this. This pick is Matty Money approved. Um, but everything that Tiger Tails broke down there, yeah, that's how I'm feeling well, it, guys. Well, that, that's a Matty Money pick. Tiger Tails was only giving that information for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> right, right, right. There you go. There you go. Gentlemen, we just had a, a craziness at the end of this UCF Louisville game. Insane. So UCF. Gets an interception. Big man pick that we were just talking about a couple minutes ago. But a couple plays later, pass to the UCF guy on a slant route. Tips off his hands. Louisville picks it off and goes the other way. For a touchdown, 13 seconds left. It's 42-35 Louisville. What a gut punch, man. I was hoping UCF would go in, kick a field goal, and we'd walk away with that uh, plus 230 super boost or whatever FanDuel had. Disappointing. Disappointing, Mickey. It, 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 it hurts. Game's not over yet. But, uh, hey, you know, if you got the over on this one, that's a good one. Talking dogs earlier, a dog looking looking good here. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's – How's Louisville plus seven looking? Oh, is that what you got, Deluxe? <laughs> yes, sir. It's looking real good for you, man. Looking real good for you. Um, gentlemen, one more game of interest uh, on the college football side. And this is the big one, Saturday night. We had a, a pretty uh, – spirited text string going uh, throughout the week. We got number 22 Auburn representing the SEC and number 10 Penn State. The Tigers travel the Happy Valley uh, and 
what's the line on this? Is it Penn State's minus five and a half or six and a half now? I saw it was moving around. Yeah, I saw five earlier. Up. I don't know what it's at. Uh, I, that, that's on uh, DraftKings. I saw five, but it might be different on uh, different uh, books. And the total, the total originally was fifty-two and a half. That, or excuse me, originally opened at fifty-three and a half. It's down to fifty-two and a half on FanDuel. So our crew is split on this. But I want to go. We're going to go around. We're all going to weigh in. But Scotty, I want you to start. Tell me why the road team, Auburn Tigers, are going to go into Happy Valley. How are they going to win this game? Why are they going to win this game? Yeah, man, I would love to do that for you, gentlemen. Uh, listen, they got a new head coach, Brian Brian Harson's a new head coach. He's got a he's got a new game plan. Um, and listen, this this guy's an experienced coach. He's seventy one and twenty two combined record at Boise State and Arkansas State, and he led each of those teams to a bowl game every single season. He's not going to put his quarterback in the same situation as Malzahn did. And uh, his objective, his primary objective, he said coming in when he took this job. And you're wondering to prove that he and Nuva offensive coordinator Mike Bobo can make Bo Nix better, right? That everybody's talking about Bo Nix. Is he going to be able to do? It? Is he going to be able to do it? Um, so that that that's the X factor, right? Um, and listen, guys, this is the game Bo Nix finally breaks through. He settled down. He's a junior quarterback. Okay, he's an incredible athlete. But what's killed him over the past is turnovers, right? And that's really it. He's made some bad decisions. And I really, guys, I really think that changes tomorrow with help from a new system and a new coach. He started as a freshman. He's been in there. You know, it's his third straight year. They, they've kept hanging on to him because they know the potential this kid has. Again, he's a junior this year. It's a big year for many players where the game begins to slow down for him a little bit. He's going to settle in as he has the first couple games this year already. He's going to take care of the ball. And, guys, that's, I think he, he's the reason why he will lead them to, to, to victory, okay? Listen, and it's not all about Bo Nix. They got Tank Bigsby, okay? You know, you guys know I'm all about these awesome, cool oh, names. Oh, you're okay? on the name train again. Yeah, man. Yeah. He was, did you guys Doc. know? Hey, did you know Tank Bigsby was SEC Freshman of the Year last year, right? He's an incredible back, right? And he's going to take the pressure off of him, and they're going to lean on him. That's the difference in this system, right? They're, they're going to lean on Tank Bigsby. And I think they're going to score early, okay, guys? That, that's I really do. I think they're going to score early. They're talking about this crazy crowd and everything at Penn State. And, oh, God, it's going to be so insane. Well, Auburn's used to this. You know in whiteout games what Penn State's record is in, in whiteout games? Eight and eight. Not too crazy. Um, but yeah, they're going to get an early lead. They got a, the, the strength of their defense is, honestly, their secondary in Auburn um, with two all-SEC players from last year, Roger McCrary, Smoke Monday. Again, Smoke Monday. <laughs> Coming back. Mm. They're going to keep these big mm. plays from happening down the field, okay? But real quick, enough about Bo Nix, okay? Who's Sean Clifford? Everybody's talking about Bo Nix not being able to do this, doing that. Who's Sean Clifford? And I'll let you speak into that a little bit later, but, I, I mean, you know, given Bo Nix hard time, like, Sean Clifford's not proven anything either. I mean, I know his first five games last season, he was 0-5 as a starter and had 10 turnovers. And we're talking about Bo Nix having a turnover problem. Um, don't forget, guys, I'm going to finish up. I know I'm rambling on here, but last year Auburn was 6-4 and four and good enough for a third-place finish in the SEC West, only behind Bama and A&M. And I want you to listen to a few of these points, okay? Here, here are some points. I'm on the, the edge Penn, of my seat. From the Penn State-Wisconsin game, okay? 29-11, first down differentials. Who, who was that? Who had more first downs? 29 oh, Wisconsin, to Wisconsin. Yeah. Wisconsin. Two hundred and sixty-five yards to a total of one hundred and ninety-seven yards. Who had more yards? Well, Wisconsin completely yeah. outplayed. Time of time, time of possession: forty-three seventeen, eighty-five to fifty-one total plays. And here's the kicker: turnovers. Wisconsin had three. Wisconsin, they kicked their tails, man. They did. 
They had untimely turnovers. Penn State did take advantage of those. That's not going to happen against Auburn. And I, and I see Auburn as, as every bit as good as a Wisconsin team. And, uh, guys, Penn State's a good team. They're not a great team. Auburn's going to go in, and uh, they show up for these monster games. Pick six, kick six. They beat Alabama. They beat these other teams in monster games. They're going to win the game. That's why they win. Mickey, you got the other side of this. Penn State, why do they win? Sorry, I, I, I wake me up from a nap there. Uh, it's been a while. Um, oh man, the trash talking. <laughs> Keep that to the text thing, man. You know, we, we talk we, we talk about uh, road performances, right? You just you hit you hit uh, the nail on the head. Penn State causing turnovers against Wisconsin. <laughs> Bo Nix, Bo Nix is out, he's maturing. Sean Clifford struggled at struggled at Penn State. He's maturing as well. But Bo Nix career home and away, fifty four percent passing completion percentage on the road, a TD to interception ratio of nine to 10. You look at the games that they lose on the road. It's against ranked teams. They, they beat miss Ole Miss and Mississippi state last year on the road. They lost all their other road games to ranked teams, Penn state and Auburn tell inequitable teams. It's a home game for Penn state. First true road game of the year for Auburn. I'll admit Harson's got them playing well, but you're not learning anything about them when they beat up on Akron, who's won one out of their last 18 games on FCS Alabama State when they beat up on those teams 60 to 10 or whatever it is. So again, telling equal teams, the the atmosphere and this is this is the thing, the atmosphere, the whiteout atmosphere at Penn State is going to be a surprise for the Auburn players. Yes, I get that they go to LSU and Alabama and Georgia every other year. But those games, those stadiums are not the whiteout stadium that you get at Penn State. And this isn't an Alabama-Auburn emotionally charged rivalry that you were talking about, Scotty. The I think eight, Penn State, eight wideout stadium? Well, and you play Ohio State. The 500, and, 500. Yeah, and, you, oh, and you play Ohio State in those games, you're not, you're not going to win a lot of them. But uh, <laughs> that's, why they, that's, why, that's why the Auburn game is the whiteout game, so they can go get the W this year, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, 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 we talk about it. I mean, the, the, the atmosphere is going to be a lot. It's the first road game, true road game of the season for Auburn. It's a real road game. Uh, I think Auburn's got a great shot to cover. Penn State money line is is my play in this one for the reason I said. I get it. Sean Clifford's got to show maturity as well. I think this is a team playing with confidence following the Wisconsin win. They played against real competition this season where Auburn's going to be punched in the mouth for the first time. They're going to be like, oh, this is this is a real team. We actually have to show up. So that's that's my reason I'm taking Penn State money line. Uh, B-Locks. You know, you, you got a perspective on this one, kind of coaches breakdown. Tell us what you think about how this one's going to go. All right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You guys made, uh, made a, both made a, a really, really good points on both sides here. So I'm just going to give a, a couple of quick points here, and then, then I'll pass it along here. But, but yeah, I, I think this is going to be a defensive struggle. I think uh, uh, the, the, it's a valid point, uh, the one about both of these defenses being real strong. I think the Penn State defense is real strong. I think the Auburn defense is going to be real strong. I haven't seen a whole lot out of the Penn State offense. Uh, the Auburn offense is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's up in the air. We, we really don't know because of the, of the competition level. So uh, I'm, I'm expecting both of these teams to to come out and, and kind of uh, uh, come to a stalemate very early on here. I, I know Matty Money and I were talking a little bit early on here about, you know, hey, two good defense to us. That tells us, hey, bet the under. Bet the under. And I know I'm already on the under, and I'm sure a couple of you guys are already on the under as well. Uh, but here, here's my point here, too, when I look at this. I have no idea who's going to win this game. I'm not, gonna, I'm, I'm not even going to 
you know, talk a little bit about who's going to win this game. But I will tell you a little bit about the numbers here. I know Penn State money line is uh, looking at minus 170. I'm not going to bet that. If I'm not sure who's going to win, I'm not going to bet a team at money line 170 because, hey, I'm not going to win much even if I do guess right here. If I were to put a bet on this, and I'm not going to say that I am because I'm still on the fence about it here, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to end up going with, with Auburn if I, if I take, a, uh, uh, take a stance on it. But right now, I like the under. What do you think, Matty Money? Well, well B-Locks, I am with you. And Scotty and Mickey, hearing you guys break this down, one thing that was very consistent that both of you hammered on why you felt you know, the, the respective team on your side was going to win was because of the inconsistent turnover, uh, lack of playmaking or, or lack of consistency from the quarterback on the other side of the ball, which I think, you know, that's, that's sort of been these teams, um, you know, at least the last couple of years, you know, Bo Nix can make some highlight, highlight real plays, but he's, you can also turn that ball over at crucial times. Sean Clifford's too much of an unknown quantity. I, I just don't think he's that great. I look at that. The defenses, I think, are legit. Belox, well, as everyone has said, to me, that's an under. Um, I've got a play on that. Uh, I got it at 53 and a half. I'm under. I like that a lot. I might might even put a couple more units on it. I've been to Happy Valley. I've been in the whiteout games uh, as a spectator, and I've watched a, a road team come in and, and, and beat Penn State. It is going to be an awesome environment. Uh, for me, Auburn's just – it's too much of an unknown new coach. They, they haven't really played anyone yet. So I don't know. And with Penn state, I just don't have faith that, you know, they, Scotty, you're absolutely right, man. They, they, they got hammered by Wisconsin, but squeaked that out because of turnovers blocking a field goal, but Hey, give them credit for creating, for causing some of those turnovers, blocking that kick, give themselves a chance to win and ultimately do that. But I don't know who's going to win this game. I think it's going to be a great game. And I think when you have the, the inconsistency of the quarterbacks, I mean, it's going to probably hinge on which defense, makes the bigger play because the defenses are going to make plays, but which, which, which one forces that extra turnover, which one gets a pick six or a, a sack fumble. Um, so I'm staying away from the lines on this. I'm just, I'm going on the under, I really like the under a lot too. So something definitely look at, at two units on that. So yeah, as our like listeners it. probably know, there's a couple people from the big 10 land and there's someone <laughs> from the sec land as we discussed this. So, well, that's, I, you know, you're, you're talking about the unknown. I like that. I think that plays in Auburn's favor. You know, Mazan rolls in with Auburn. I, I'm probably not picking Auburn. I like the unknown, and I and I like again. I like. I know Auburn's not played anyone, but Bo Nix in this year, like he has settled down. Talking to some big time Auburn guys, right? This is this is it's his time to shine. If he doesn't shine this game, he's not going to shine. That's the way I feel it. And and I love B Lock's point about I'm taking Auburn the money on why it's plus one eighty five. To me, like if we're going back and forth, I'm saying that's worth throwing a unit at because at plus 185, man, I can, I can make some pretty good bank when I think there's a really good opportunity to go, Auburn to go down there and beat them. You know, and, and, and Scotty, great point. Like playing a couple cupcakes, they didn't have to probably have to not to show a whole lot, right? Nope. So Penn yeah. State's game plan, and there, there might be a couple of wrinkles that uh, they haven't seen yet or haven't shown. But anyways, that's going to be a phenomenal game. I know we're we're yeah, I can't wait to watch that. Oh, absolutely! Saturday night, having some people over, going to be watching that game. It's going to it's going to be fun. So, hey guys, um, you see that Maryland score? See that Maryland score? I saw they punched one in ten yeah, three now. Right, so, yeah, right. I'm liking that. I love it. First I drive of the second half. So, Big Scotty, time. loving that man, loving that. Uh, we do have some couple some picks on Sunday. Uh, Mickey, why don't you give Johnny Dogs his uh, picks a plug and uh, rattle off a couple more that we got? 
Yeah, we got a, a few picks, you know, uh, Obviously, hope everyone's going to sportsbetsfun.com. Johnny Dogs gives his, his NFL action breakdown each week. And, you know, this week we're talking about week two, uh, as he says, and, and I 100% agree, right? Week two, it's about not overreacting to what we saw in week one. You know, historically in the NFL, bad teams have a great week one. They, they focus on week one more than some good teams. Good teams focus on the season. Uh, you know, you don't go out and, and bet a surprise team from week one as a road team favorite. And maybe you get maybe they got lucky. Don't totally give up on a team that had a surprisingly poor, poor outing in Week One because they may bounce back, right? And there and there's some games on the on the ledger that we're looking at this week that that fall into that. Uh, I know one that uh, that that we talked about a little bit before is Detroit. Detroit going to Green Bay. That's a divisional opponent. They know each other well. And while Detroit may be um, maybe uh, a talent deficient team in some areas and green Bay looked pretty bad against the saints. You know, the Packers are, are talented. Aaron Rodgers is going to, is going to show up here sooner than later, but uh, Johnny dogs likes Detroit plus 11 and a half uh, going into green Bay. Uh, b uh, you're a resident lions expert here. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Be, being uh, in the, in the Southern Michigan area and uh, being a long time lions fan, uh, uh, for better or for worse, uh, is, it more long, for worse. is it long time or long suffering? Uh, long suffering, <laughs> yeah. Re- rebuilding since 1957, my friends. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, I I know that's a big line here, but but uh, you know, uh, eleven and eleven and a half, even even taking Detroit at eleven and a half. Uh, I, I think Green Bay is going to cover that, uh, you know, so, you know, I, I got to disagree at this point and, and I disagree for, for a couple of different reasons. And the first reason is, is, uh, you know, hey, every, everybody's dogging Aaron Rodgers right now. There's all this talk about Aaron Rodgers not showing up, not being prepared. <laughs> hey, week two, you think Aaron Rodgers is going to be prepared? I do. I think he's going to be overly prepared and he's going to be playing a secondary that's going to be missing their best corner in Detroit uh, with Okuda out for the, uh, the foreseeable future. Definitely for the, you know, I think for the year, uh, you know, maybe he comes back late, but, but I'm pretty sure he's out for the year. That was their best corner. And I got to be honest, he wasn't playing all that great to begin with. So this is a uh, Detroit Lions secondary that, 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 that really has been exposed, uh, you know, for, for a long period of time. And, and, and I'm, I'm looking at this game and I'm thinking that uh, Aaron Rodgers has a uh, ridiculous game and uh, that the Green Bay Packers are going to cover that 11 and a half. I'm thinking they win by 14 to 17. Yeah, that's Monday night football, too. So the bright lights are going to go on. You know, Aaron Rodgers is going to show up and play. Man, guys, I think it's there's something more to the story with Aaron Rodgers. There's something going on with that guy. He he, he just – I don't know. You, you've seen it all over Twitter and different stuff. Like, his his picks, he looks like he's just got out of rehabilitation. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, he, he, he looks rough, man. And, and he didn't look right in that game. And he's got a new girlfriend. I think he's distracted and – uh, I don't. I don't know. You know. I don't think he's got his head his head on right, man. I, I don't think he wants to be in Green Bay anymore, and, yeah, and I don't right. think that's yeah. a testament to the guys that he's he's around. But I think it's it's. There's been long simmering. You know, the Adam Schefters of the world have always been reporting that him and Matt Lafleur butt heads. Uh, you know, they obviously this off season he almost he almost retired, right? So the front office and him don't get along, and you know you think that that might you know coming off the last dance uh last year that we all watched with the bulls in in 97 you know michael jordan and scotty pippen could put that put that away and go out and, and play basketball and and i think everyone expects the packers to to sort of do the same thing with aaron rodgers in that in that kind of position but 
that might be an issue. This week it looked like an issue against uh, the Saints. And, uh, you know, there was, a, there was a time on the sideline where LaFleur and Rodgers were, were uh, getting into it a little bit. So who, that'll be interesting to watch because everyone expects the Packers to roll in the NFC North. They expect them to win 12, 13 games. So something to keep an eye on. Uh, Johnny Dogs dropped a couple other picks. He's got Atlanta plus 12.5 versus Tampa Bay. And again, division opponents. They know each other. Tampa Bay's defense did not look great in week one, uh, especially with, with uh, Dak coming off the injury. But uh, at the same time, Matt, Matt Ryan looked like, uh, looked like uh, an old man uh, in the first game of the Arthur Smith era for the Falcons against the Eagles. So that'll be an interesting one to watch as well. Speaking of the Eagles, Johnny Dogs likes them at home plus three and a half versus San Francisco. I probably personally wouldn't touch that one. I think San Francisco is going to rip them. I'm not a Jalen Hurts believer until he, he proves me wrong. Pittsburgh minus five and a half versus Las Vegas. This one's in Pittsburgh. Uh, crazy things happen when the Raiders and Steelers get together, but Vegas coming off that Monday night football uh, win, thrilling win against the Ravens. Pittsburgh coming off a, a sound game against Buffalo. Their defense is playing well. I, I think the Steelers are going to be too much for Vegas. We're going to win that one. Five and a half, though, that, that's a big line. Uh, those are Johnny Dogs' picks. He's, he's, he's our resident NFL guru. Definitely uh, something to keep an eye on, but check him out each week. He's, he's dropping his picks on Fort Spets Fund. Maddie, you got uh, you got something to chime in with? I just want to say I tailed Johnny Dogs last week and, and made some money. And I really I like that Philly pick uh, plus three and a half, and I like that Atlanta pick a lot. Um, yeah, I'm kind of with you, Belax. I don't know about I don't know if Green Bay covers or not, but that that's uh, that's an interesting take there. But I, I like Johnny Dogs' picks. I'm going to be tailing that Atlanta pick and Philly pick for sure, and probably the Pittsburgh pick. I think. I, I agree like with Johnny Dogs on those divisional opponents. They know each other. They know what they're going to see. And then when you see a 12 and a half point line between the Falcons and Tampa Bay, I, that, that to me is, that's, that to me is a, is a bet on the Falcons for sure. Uh, a game I like uh, Bengals getting uh, two and a half here in Chicago against the bears. The bears looked abysmal against the Rams. The Bengals kind of look like a competent team. For me, this one comes down to who's a better quarterback, Joe Burrow, Andy Dalton, I'm going to clearly go with Joe Burrow on that one. I actually have a same-game parlay in FanDuel, this one with the Bengals' money line. Bengals win by 1 to 13 points, and the Bengals' offense to score more than 21. So that's something I'm pretty excited about and will be paying close attention to on Sunday. Uh, and then another game, B-Locks. You like uh, Bills and Dolphins. Talk about that one. I do. Uh, you know what? I watched that uh, Bills-Steelers uh, game in week one. And uh, boy, it was a uh, you know a lot of, a lot of defense there. I, we, you know, a lot of people were really high on the Bills. Uh, a lot of people thinking that the Bills were going to be a Super Bowl contender going into this year. There was a whole lot of talk about Josh Allen and and, and the progress that he had made, and uh, you know his his connections with uh, with uh, Stephon Diggs. So. Boy, I, I, I was thinking that they were going to beat the Steelers in week one. Uh, a lot of defense in that game ended up coming down to some special teams plays, a uh, block punt there. Uh, I, I think the Bills came out of that, and I think they learned a lot, and I think the Bills come back here real strong in, uh, in, in week two when they play at Miami. So uh, one, of the, one of the picks that I'm looking at here in, uh, in week two is I'm, I'm looking at the Bills to cover against the Dolphins. Uh, three, three and a half points is what it's looking at here. That's actually going to be one of my uh, one of my picks that we'll talk about a little bit later on, I think, in the parlay. So, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, high on the Bills here uh, week two. 
Nice. I yeah. like them to bounce back. You know, last week they were playing at home. Josh Allen was amped up. He overthrew some uh, deep balls early. I think being on the road actually might might settle them in. And uh, I'm not a I'm not a Dolphins guy. I, I think Tua is Tua Tagovailoa is is not a good quarterback right now. They did not look good against the Patriots. Um, this is a Dolphins team that's capable of making the playoffs, and they got a lot of pieces on defense and offense that are not in the quarterback position. But uh, this is a team right now that I have trouble believing in B-Locks. I'm tailing that that Bills pick. I, I like where your head's at there. Yeah, guys, just looking at this line real quick. The D- Detroit line's gone to move to 12. Uh, Green Bay's favored by 12. And then the Eagles and Niners game has moved to three. So the Niners are favored by three. So the lines are moving, actually. And it's, uh, seeing these NFL games with these double-digit dogs, like, it blows my mind. I mean, these teams are still so closely. I mean, like, they, I, it's hard. It's hard to take a double-digit spread in the NFL, man, and bet bet on the favorite team. It just is. Well, and that's why I like the dogs in these games. And even that Lions game, Akuda's out, and we think Rogers is going to be hungry. But that's Monday Night Football. The Lions are going to show up. They're going to they're going to play with pride on Monday night. You you. I don't know how what that pride <laughs> is going to equate to. But, uh, you know, I just have trouble seeing a Monday night football game going off the rails uh, this early in the season. But, uh, uh, you know, that's that. But uh, uh, I know uh, those, are our, those are our picks. we got some good college games we're going to be talking about. Obviously, the NFL we're paying more attention to now. That season's underway. But uh, now it's time to, to get into, you know, some of our more popular segments where we talk picks. So, Maddie, I'm going to kick it back to you. Yeah, we have our Sports Bets Fun Team Parlay. For those of you listening for the first time, this is where we go around. Each one of us puts a pick into a parlay, and we all jump in and parlay this together. Um, I'm going to let it go around, but before we do that, I just want to say, as Mickey's, you said, NFL, college football. We have a couple picks, two NFL picks, two college picks, and this is what I'm understanding. Scotty, I'll start with you. What, what pick are you throwing in? Yeah, guys, I uh, talked about it a little earlier in the show. Guys, I'm really liking Arkansas. I'm high on them right now, and they're trending upward. I'm going Arkansas minus 23 and a half over Georgia Southern. Um, I think they're going to – guys, this is going to be one of those scores of 45 to 7 or 52 to nothing type game. They're going to crush them. Um, Arkansas is flying high. I know they're coming off a big win in Texas, and they do have Texas A&M and UGA coming up on the schedule. So, um, But they don't have to game plan for these guys. They're going to come out in pure talent alone at home. They're going to score on them every possession. So it's to me, guys, I've got some. I've got a unit on that betting on it, and I'm going to add that to our parlay. Belocks, Scotty was talking about Texas. That was your pick last week. We won three, lost one. It was that Texas one right there. So I won't dive too much into it, but I know we're we're trying to get four and zero this week. Which one are you adding in? Uh, yes, sir. Last last week uh, did not work out very well for me. I was. Uh, you know, a little little inflated on my uh, my my Texas pick after that uh, Louisiana Lafayette score, but well, I'm not going to dwell on that. Not going to dwell on that. Uh, it's a new week here, and uh, I'm I'm dropping the uh, the Bills here, uh, going with another NFL pick here. Uh, just like we talked about a moment ago, I'm taking the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I got it at minus three, but I think right now that line has moved up, depending on what book you're looking at to. Uh, the Bills minus three and a half over the Dolphins. I like Josh Allen to come back with uh, with a really strong performance, and I like them, them to beat the Dolphins by at least a touchdown. Mickey. I'm going Rams money line at Colts. Uh, the Rams, I think, are a, a bona fide Super Bowl contender. I'm not sold on the Colts. They got a, a decent defense, but uh, – 
they uh, Carson Wentz is is not the answer at quarterback, and and I'm going with a a, a game with minus 188 odds. So not not the the biggest limb that I'm going out on, but I like the Rams money line uh, in Indianapolis uh, Sunday. Excellent, and I'm going to throw in. I'm going back. You heard Tiger Tales talk about Cincinnati. I'm going to throw in Cincinnati versus Indiana over 49 and a half. I got it at 49 and a half. I think it's up to 50 and a half uh, uh, on FanDuel at this point in time. So I'm going to throw that in there. That's at minus 110. Let me just, uh, as I punch these into the application, let me just give a quick recap. So, Scotty, you're going with Arkansas minus 23 and a half over Georgia Southern. Belox has. The Buffalo Bills minus three versus Miami Dolphins. Mickey is tossing in the Los Angeles Rams money line over the Indianapolis Colts. And I'm giving in uh, Cincinnati versus Indiana the over 49 and a half. And this is coming out to plus nine, nine, four. Wow. This is our best odds of the year so far. These 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 are some big odds on this one, and you know what? Though I'm looking like at this it. like I, I like this. Yeah. I like these the hit. I mean, obviously, I, I like any bet I make, but <laughs> like this one looks really good, really juicy. Uh, it, it's For, funny, like, all Mickey steak dinner, you know. All the bets, all the bets I make with the best odds to pay out seem to be my favorite bets at the time of making them. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, that's enough of the parlays. It is time for us to get into our picks of the week. We are 31 and 14 through three weeks. We're looking to keep the momentum going. Yeah. Who's, who's leading the picks competition guys. <laughs> well, I'm not sure Mickey. I, 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 I know, uh, I know record wise, uh, there's a little tie, but I know you're up a little bit. I got a bigger unit. What can I say? (laughs) (laughs) Family show. All right, guys. We're on the – it is a family show now. We're on the picks of the week. Scotty, I'm going to kick it over to you. Uh, You're wearing green tonight. You make green for the masses. I know you got Charlie's picks on on the uh, the, the table ready to give. So take it away, Scotty. Yeah, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you, Mickey. All right, boys. I'm going to start with Charlie Cash's picks of the week. You can follow him on Twitter at SBF Charlie to look for his upcoming picks. Hey, and you guys got to tell this man. Absolutely tell this man he's been on fire. Uh, Charlie's got in action tomorrow Fresno plus 11 and a half at UCLA. He's high on this Fresno team. He thinks they're going to travel well and he, he thinks he can get the job done there and, and cover that spread. Coastal and Buffalo. He's our Buffalo expert. He's always been our Buffalo expert. I don't understand how he knows so much about Buffalo. He has a lot of confidence in this game. The over of 58 is what's going to hit. Talked about the Oklahoma game earlier. Charlie's confident in Oklahoma. It's coming out on fire this week against Nebraska. And he's taking in the first half. He's confident that Oklahoma's going to cover that 12-and-a-half spread going into halftime. Um, he's got a few other picks. Like I said, be looking out for him on Twitter. He's liking Cincy, Maryland, BYU, Nevada, and Boise to cover as well. Um, and like I said, be looking for those picks later on. All right, guys, it's time to release my picks of the week. It's time to get rise the charts to headed to first. It's on, baby. It's time. I'm not playing around anymore. No more, Mickey. No more playing. Here we go. You ready, boys? Maryland, minus seven. It's on the night. I tweeted it out, guys. You got to follow me at Scotty Betts. 
Um, Maryland minus seven at Illinois. This is a two-unit play for me, guys, at minus 105 odds, right? Um, well, it's right now, <laughs> it's 10 to 10. Maryland is killing themselves. They're shooting themselves in the foot. I still have confidence they're going to cover the spread. They just fumbled on the two-yard line, missed the field goal. They're going to cover. Maryland minus seven in Illinois. Stanford minus 11 at Vandy. Vandy is horrible. Getting beat by ETSU at home. Stanford's traveling to Vandy. Battle of the nerds. Stanford's going to pull that one out. Win by 21, 28 points. Last pick that I want to share with y'all. I know you guys have liked this one too. We've been talking about it all week. Ole Miss minus 14 versus Tulane. Listen, Ole Miss is a solid team. And I think in the coming weeks, this may be a team that we're talking about as a dark horse for the national championship. Listen, Lane Kiffin's going to score, score, and keep scoring. He will not let off the gas. Ole Miss is ready. They're a great team. They're going to they're gonna beat Tulane handily. What you thinking, B-Life? Let's roll, baby. Hey, hey, hey. I, You know what? My, my first pick's your last pick, so I'm not going to beat a dead horse here, but Ole Miss minus 14 versus Tulane. Same reason that Scotty was talking about, so I'm not going to talk about it too much, but I got a lot of faith in this Ole Miss team. I think their quarterback has got a bona fide Heisman candidate here. I think uh, Coral is, uh, is the real deal out there, and we're going to be talking about him all season. So I'm all over Ole Miss. Minus 14 over Tulane. I got this as my multi-unit pick for the week. So again, like I said, a lot of confidence here going into the week. Uh, my second pick is going on right now. It's the same game that Scotty was talking about, Maryland versus Illinois. But again, I know, uh, and I tell you what, I absolutely did tail Scotty on the uh, on the on the minus seven there. But my pick of the week is the under here, and I know you can't get it right now, folks. But I got it at minus 59 and a half uh, for that for that under here. Highly confident in it. Watching the game now in the third quarter, I'm even more confident about it because I'm, I'm pretty sure that one is a, is a lock. So uh, that's my second game of the week. My third is Alabama minus 14 at Florida. We talked about this a little bit already. We talked already about how Florida is missing some of their top talent from last year with Pitts and Trask and such, and how Alabama has continually reloaded year in and year out. I am thinking Alabama here, minus 14. In the end, they are going to end up uh, outlasting the Florida Gators here, even though this one's played in the swamp. What you got, boys? Well, B-Locks, man, I'm going to stay on that game. I got a different play that I absolutely love. And I've got Alabama total points over 37 and a half. I do think Bama covers. That's not my play, though. I just think they put up over 40 points. I think this, there's going to be some points scored on their side of the ball. Over 37 and a half. I'm a big believer. I think this Alabama team is just going to roll 40-plus points. Additionally, my second pick, mentioned this earlier, in Happy Valley, Auburn versus Penn State, I'm taking the under 53 and a half points. Two great defenses, two inconsistent quarterbacks. Uh, it's going to be an electric environment. Uh, that's just To me, that just bleeds defense, defense, defense. I like the under here. And then for my two-unit play, I feel very confident about this. I'm tailing Tiger Tails. She talked earlier about Cincinnati minus three and a half versus Indiana. I'm high on this Cincinnati team. They know they need to come out and beat 
beat uh, Indiana, and they need to beat them solidly if they want to have it be looked at as, as a playoff contender. And for everything Tiger Tails mentioned, I like the quarterback play since he's got. And Indiana just doesn't have the magic they had last year. And you see that a lot with teams, right? They, they, they overachieve one year. Expectations are high the, the next year, and they just don't quite live up to it. I think that's what we got with Indiana. Cincinnati is a bona fide program uh, that is on the cusp of challenging for the playoffs. Luke Fickle's got him playing great. He's got a, a, very, a lot of upperclassmen, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Two units. I got big money on this gentleman. Cincinnati minus three and a half to cover against Indiana. All right. Good, boys. I like those picks. You know why I like those picks? I'll tell you in a second. Hey, do you guys know that last week my competition picks were 3-0 and in games and 4-0 and in units? Oh, we know. We know. <laughs> you guys... No. You guys want to know something else this season? My steak dinner boom lock is undefeated. We're going to keep that momentum rolling. But you guys want to know why I like your picks? Because the first pick I have is we're heading to the Grove as Tulane visits Ole Miss. B-Locks and Scotty Betts, they both tailed me. And I'll tell you why they tailed me. The Green Wave's not going to pull a rabbit out of the hat this week like they almost did in Norman. That's not going to happen. For Ole Miss, there's not a better pair of coordinators in the country right now than Jeff Levy and DJ Durkin. The Rebs are going to score early and often, and they're going to, frankly, overwhelm an improving two-lane team that's 2-0 against the spread this year. I'm not fully buying the Rebels are looking ahead to Bama. Ole Miss is going to roll. I got it at 14 and a half. They're going to top that. Ole Miss is going to roll on this one. Next, it's the battle for the Shillelagh Trophy. Purdue travels to Notre Dame. Irish given eight and a half. The total on this one's 58 and a half. That's probably where the Toledo total should have been last week, but hey, you know what? Sometimes, you know, blind squirrel finds a nut. Big news out of this game is Notre Dame is not letting Purdue bring its giant drum to the game because it won't fit out of the visiting team's tunnel. I don't know why Notre Dame's given Purdue that added moment or that added mm, to, to bring it to the game. Added motivation. Why give the Boilers that added motivation? On top of that, I've been making money all year betting Notre Dame money line, but also when the opponent has points. That trend's not changing this week. We have Purdue getting eight and a half going in the South Bank. All right, gentlemen, I'm taking my betting talents to South Beach, maybe hitting up Prime 112. Why? Because it's time for my two unit steak dinner boom lock of the week. Michigan State rolls in the town as a 6.5 dog playing against a Miami team that, frankly, hasn't found its way this year. Some would say they haven't found their footing. The total on this one is 56 and a half. The Spartans have looked solid all around in Mel Tucker's second year. They're 2-0 straight up, 1-0-1 against the spread, and they've hit the over twice, albeit those totals have been pretty low. Miami 0-2 against the spread with two unders. The Hurricane offense is still slowed by Derrick King's ACL recovery. It's clear he's not 100%. He's not making the plays with his feet that he's made. This is a noon kickoff. Michigan State's going to shorten this game and play that ground and pound Big Ten style of football, and they're going to contain Derrick King. Miami's going to have trouble scoring. And as they say on the banks of the Red Cedar, fight for the green and white. We're just talking about green here, and we're going to make a lot of it because we're hammering the under 56 and a half total 
two-unit steak dinner boom lock. Let's go. Love it, love it. And I just want to re-emphasize, this group is 31 and 14 through three weeks. And if you were betting 100 bucks on each of our picks, you were up over $2,000. That's just with three weeks. So we're, as I said before, we're looking to keep the momentum going. When we win, you tail us. When we win, you win. So get on these picks. I'm tailing all our picks of the week. I'm always all over that now. That is, uh, I learned my lesson week one. Make sure we tail everybody here. Loving it. And gentlemen, that's another wraps on the show, man. Uh, fourth one of the season. Another great one. And we're going to be looking forward to doing this all again next week. So until then, for all our listeners, thank you very much for tuning in. And follow all the action on Twitter, at SportsBetsFun. Uh, we'll be dropping more picks throughout the week and, and uh, teeing up next week after that. So we enjoy it. For Mickey Sanrino, Scotty Be Good, Be Locks, all our friends of the show, Charlie Cash, Johnny Dogs, Mad Max, I'm Maddie Money. Thank you for tuning in to Sports Bets Fun. Can't leave out Tiger Tails. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Tiger Tails. Love it. Ah. <laughs> All right, have a great one, everybody. Peace. See you, boys.